Yo, yo, what's up, everyone? Welcome back for another episode of the All Thanks of English podcast. <sighs> I'm in Ohio. Not the beach anymore. I'm not beach things. I'm Ohio things. So, trapped in the great city of Cincinnati that's hosting the GOAT of soccer, Messi. I think that's the only soccer player I know. Uh, oh, I know Mbappe, too. I think that's a guy. Um, so it's an exciting time in What's Cincinnati. Up? Oh yeah, and we got a football team to talk no, about. No, oh no, and you had the um, you had Novak Djokovic. Is that his name? The star tennis player, bro. One of the goats. He was in here for real. Yeah, he was in. Literally, that's what Ben Baby tweeted out today. He was like, um, they Cincinnati hosted two of the greatest uh, men athletes, you know, in their respective sports in Cincinnati this weekend. It was awesome. All right, that's fucking sick. I did not know that. Yeah, wow. bro. He was here for like, I think, two or three days. Novak was. And the other goat of football, Joe Bur- Dude, <sighs> what a trinity. That's amazing. Yeah, it's like Infinity Stones out here. Wow. And Anthony <laughs> Munoz, another goat of his position, even though not of the sport. But you, and- know, Anthony, you know, Anthony Munoz is the greatest football player of all time. So well, then, that's, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, then you had the, the Joe Burrow. Joe Montana, Guinness commercial. Mm. And uh, some other potential Joe Burrow news. I kind of low-key didn't even want to bring it up, but I just <laughs> just kind of indirectly put it out there. Look, you know what? I, I don't, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. I don't even know if it's true. I feel like it's true because uh... of how it's going. I didn't think he was going to bring this up, guys. <laughs> Flag on the play. Flag on the play. What's it Wait, I'm trying to think of how to word this. Uh, the ruling on the field stands. This guy is fined, ejected. The ruling on the field. This guy is fucked. <laughs> exactly. This guy no. is screwed. No, but, man, I, I think – I just wonder because I wonder where the rumor started, right? But they, what they say, there, there's always a little bit of truth in a rumor. You know, it might not be yeah. true at all, you know, in the fullest, but there might be some truth to it. I mean, yeah. If if you're listening, if you know, you know. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I think I think that's awesome. You know, if, if that happened, um, and congrats because you know we need we need a second ring this year. And then if he wants, if he wants to go back to back, he could fuck around and get you know three rings total, including. Uh, oh. Yeah, dude. I mean, that'd be perfect. I mean, for anybody, if you're not catching on by, by now, you know, supposedly the engagement rumors for Joe and Olivia, which. Yeah, TMZ. Well, that's the last fucking thing that they want on it. Just waiting until B and B and D gets on it. <laughs> B thinks your bagels Drake report on the shit. I can confirm from these sources. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> oh, that'd be so <laughs> shitty, dude. Like, especially for a guy Olivia. like that. Oh yeah, dude. Like, oh my gosh. Listen, like, if I broke that news and Olivia on, I'd be devastated, bro. I'm not gonna lie. I'd be like, no, please, like, <laughs> can't do that. I didn't say anything. <laughs> no, but I mean, for real, you know, it, it's it's what we both kind of, you know, hinted at it. It's like, it's their life. We know how Joe is. He wants to be as reserved as possible. And this is something very personable to him and their relationship. Right. And, um, you know, let's keep it that way. You know, even like, 
does it have to be championed? You know, like say if it did come out, like, you know what I mean? Like we kind of talked about this before. It's like, you know, kind of let them live. Like that's what Joe would want. That's the route I'd want to go. Oh yeah. And you know, Joe, Joe already knows he's going to get him a ring before he has a kid anyway. So he's going to get him, get himself a Super Bowl, Super Bowl Lombardi trophy to put up in there. So yeah. It's going to be Joe Jr. What a fucking loser. It's going to be J.J. Burrow. Oh, no. You know what? How about this? J.J. Burrow, quarterback, uh, 20 – let's see what years. 2023, 20, 47. Fucking imagine, man. Bengals select J.J. Burrow. <laughs> First overall. <laughs> Oh my god, dude. (laughs) That's another piece of content. In the 2047 NFL draft. God, bro. Bagels select. Bagels legend, son. (laughs) I'm fucking weak, bro. Wow. Wow. Uh, He's going to look just like him, dude. I can't wait. He's going to wear the same Guinness jersey that he wore this weekend. I fucking hated that, bro. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. I didn't like the I didn't like the whole zero. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. I didn't like it for meme purposes. I I thought I thought mm-hmm. long term be things. I thought long term. Yeah. I I know the ops aren't gonna be listening to this podcast, so that's why oh. listen, that's why I don't care to give away this this knowledge. But I did not like the commercial be things. Didn't like it. Well, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Uh, that's the amount of losses they're getting this year. Oh, that's what okay. I like that. Yeah, I like exactly. That. I like so that. Any optics like, oh, zero rings. Like, Bro, oh. can you fucking imagine if that happened? Let's go. I mean, I'm fucking, if anybody listening, sorry that I'm, I'm ex- you know, parental advisor explicit content tonight because I'm just <laughs> too hyped for oh, no, football too, to be back. But anybody listening, I just hope you guys know if you, you know, place bets, anything like that, pencil in the Bengals for a W week one because your boy, Bengals Drake here, is 10-0 and in his last 10 regular season games. I'm 12-1 and in my last 13 games. What a joy. Wow, bro. Let's go. Let's fucking live. I'm the good luck charm. Bro, I had, respectfully to my, my, my people on my page, man, I had – a lot of people, bro. I I I'd say hundreds, like, were willing to. They they were telling me to put up a GoFundMe because I was twelve and zero, bro, and they wanted to send me to Kansas City. But I found a way to Kansas City. I didn't want to take their money at the time, so I was like, you know what? If we make it to the Super Bowl, I'll take y'all up on that offer, right? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, we we can do that for the Super Bowl. But yeah, man, it, it, that 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 Kansas City loss, just being that close, bro. I literally was like the fourth row, so I was like right there. It was tough, but you know, that was playoff. We're ten to zero in the regular season, and I guess I guess okay. I guess I lightened up a little bit. I guess the Joe Burrow commercial was actually an honor for me. He was, you know, he, that that commercial was actually made for me because you know he you know he was saying like, hey, brought drink- to you. Yeah, like, like that's got to be a Guinness uh, fan record. No, I'm just playing. I wonder what I wonder <laughs> like a fan record would be for like 
but because that that's interesting, bro. Like, what if I like go like seventeen and zero, knock on wood? You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like it, it's legendary. That'd be crazy. Yeah. But man, what what do you uh, this um crazy when you look at the Bengals? Right, we're zero one and one in the preseason. Now we have to face the preseason uh, Super Bowl favorites. I would say for the preseason Super Bowl, uh, the the Commanders, bro. They're two and zero. Sam Cosme's talking shit, talking shit to the Ravens, saying, you know, you guys aren't winning. They beat them on a last second field goal. Kickers looking at the Ravens sideline, throwing up L's. Well, I mean, what the hell? We got to go up against this crazy team, the team that. Let's not talk about it. Um, the field. Let's not talk about it. We got to go against these guys Saturday. We're cooked, and my only goal is: can we please tie? Can we <laughs> please go zero one and two? Like, please, dude. That'd be the best record. <laughs> listen, bro. Like zero zero and three would be the best preseason. Like, listen, bro. I think everybody could collectively agree that like a 24 game win streak in preseason versus 0 and 3 <laughs> what like 0 and 3 clears bro that'd be like the most dude response ever like right <laughs> I would celebrate that shit like are you fucking kidding me right right true three ties man three ties you, you you can't even can't even complain at that point right the Philadelphia Eagles game that one that's just Dub. Bro, all right. hear how crazy this shit is, all right? Yeah. In NFC team, we have tied the Eagles two times in a 12-year span. That's crazy. Fucking insane, bro. Like a random-ass team. Like, you know what? I want to look at the Bengals-Eagles all-time matchups. I don't want to hear because I think it disconnects the pod. But, bro, I mean – We've had to since the millennium. We've probably seen um turn of millennium or century, whatever the fuck. Uh, fucking six, seven times, and you tied twice. That's pretty fucking good. Yeah, I mean, especially when you got Kansas City fans after the AFC Championship talking shit like, "Oh well, you know, we we saved you guys. Like you would have got your ass beat." I think that's the common consensus. What Chiefs fans like try to persuade themselves. They think like, oh, we saved you guys from Joe Burrow losing back-to-back Super Bowls. Like, the fuck do you mean, bro? Like, what do you mean? Like, Joe Burrow is not going to lose that game. I'm sorry. I don't care how banged up his O-line is. Look at his fucking O-line against the Rams. You know what I mean? Guys that are unemployed and respectfully, you know, we love Quentin Spain. We love we love Trey Hopkins, but it wasn't that nobody expected us to be there, right? Why is it? Why not us? And Joe Burrow's like, fuck that. Fuck why not us. We this is us. This is who yeah. we are. And I, I think that it all changed there. And you know, the Bengals were like, oh shit. Like this is like some Patrick Mahomes like getting blown out in the Super Bowl. Like we gotta fucking revamp this entire offensive line. Except it wasn't necessarily an overhaul like the Chiefs did, because man, the Chiefs I got to give Chiefs props because their whole offensive line that they had last year was my dream offensive line. I wanted to draft Orlando Brown that year when you know mm-hmm. he, he got drafted. I wanted to draft um, Creed Humphrey if 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 possible. If we could have gotten Creed, you know. Yeah, sorry, we we just went ahead and went with Jackson Carmichael. 
And then Trey Smith, I mean, that one was like, I get it. Like, you got health concerns, but I, I felt like he was a dog. I was ready to. But wait, we got Deontay Smith. How about it? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Right. And then uh, Joe Thune. I, I think Joe Thune. But the, the, way I, the way the breakdown is, right, you look at when you sign Alex Kappa, you sign Lyell, and you sign um, Ted. I mean, it, it makes up for it. But Joe, Joe, I will say, has been worth all his money and more. Like, dude does not give up no sacks. So, I mean, he's a total demon. And that would have been crazy. I think I think even the Andrew Norwell. I think that one would have been cool. Uh, Andrew Norwell. And remember, bro, remember we were, like, so cool being Brandon Sheriff? Yeah, dude. That was an interesting time for sure. Yeah, I mean, plus, like, Man, Andrew Norval has not been signed yet. It's kind of a bummer. Like, we just don't really need him. Like, you... but but do you trust a Max Sharping over Andrew Norval? That's a dude. I'm... He is. I have not heard his name one time. Like, which is kind of crazy because he was only released like a month ago. Andrew Norwell. maybe a little bit over that. Yeah. But yeah, bro. I mean, look, he's a local kid. A lot of people don't know that. Uh, he's from Elder. So, like, he's from these parts. You want to end your career here, chase a ring. But, yeah, bro, maybe. You know, I'm not averse to it. Uh, but, yeah, bro, I mean, I, I'd guess we'd see with that. But um, Sign Matt Ryan. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Matt <laughs> um, It's cool. Yeah, I, I noticed that's gaining not much momentum, but a bit. Uh, but look, bro, I mean, it's not going to happen, right? And I know people, I don't want to get people hyped up. It's just, it's unfortunate, I feel like, you know, because I, I know the, the the backup quarterbacks for the Bengals have the same almost like thought, like for you, like how you said, you know, I don't give a shit about mm-hmm. the Bengals. I feel like that's the same situation. Now, I do like the development of Jake Browning. I'm not going to lie. I feel like he does look better than what he did last year. But mm-hmm. – but come on, bro. If your quarter, you know, your two quarterbacks looked that bad right in the preseason, why don't you fuck around and just say fuck it and bring Drew Plitt in? I mean, I, I know he's not going to win a backup spot, but he at least was doing his thing against third strings last year. Like, I feel like Drew Plitt was like, doing his thing. Yeah. And it's like, it's kind of weird how. Because you look at AO, right? You look at a guy like AO and you look at his stock and you look at that film from last week i think shout out the game on i think he posted it and it was like a 50 second um video of just all of ao's targets and i feel like this dude, passes this dude could have had eight to, i mean he had a, he had 10 plus targets again but he could have had he could have easily had eight catches bro and he would have easily been over 100 yards like some of the some of the uh 50 50 balls that he was going for were 70 30 balls like he was getting over guys it would have been an easy catch easy touchdown for him bro like he was he was abusing corners last week i think it, the stat sheet won't say it as much when you compare it to a freaking chiefs like how they played patrick mahomes for you know, forever, and then they, you know, I mean, they're backup quarterbacks though out there in Kansas City cooked. So I can't, I can't even hate, but yeah, I, I don't even know them. But bro, did you see their backup quarterbacks, bro? They're like, did you see it? Nah, I, I did. I did not. Here, 
will be quick. I, I know we don't we don't need to talk about Chiefs talk, but I will give respect to the Chiefs. Where and this is where I saw people on Twitter talking about it. Like, hopefully the Chiefs will you know drop one of those uh, one of those quarterbacks because you know we need a we need a backup quarterback bad. So here I'm going to tell it to you. So Patrick Mahomes was ten of fifteen. 105 yards, one touchdown, right? Then their backup, Blaine Gabbert, was 7 of 8, 120, two touchdowns, zero picks. Now listen, their third string, Shane Buchel, I think that's I think that's how you say his name. He was 10 of 10 for 105. Oh my. You had, and then you had Chris Ola Doken. He was four or five for 63 yards. Like their backups were like cooking, bro. I was like, hey, like wait, that 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 goes to show like I get it. You know, the Bengals aren't gonna keep but probably two quarterbacks. Well, actually, I think with the extra roster spot that doesn't count against them, they can carry three. But it's like you, you brought in Reed Sinet or whatever. What? Why don't you just, I don't know, look, look out there for, you know, more backup quarterbacks. I mean, you got three weeks to do this, but maybe, maybe, it, like I said, isn't that important to the Bengals at the end it, of the day. But it I, sounds so unsexy, but what really feels like the most likely thing for me, Brandon Allen and Jake Browning again. Like, why rock the boat a ton more? But... But Trey Lance is gone. He's leaving the 49ers. Oh, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't think that. I, I know a lot of people, Eric was talking about it. I just, I don't see it, man. I don't, I don't see it. I feel like Trey's. Here's what people are missing, though. Like, oh, well, well, I guess I should have refrained and probably not cut you off. You can finish that. No, no, I was done. You're good. Uh, okay, gotcha. Well, I was going to ask, like, do you mean as if, like, you don't know if he's going to leave the 49ers? Oh, no, I think I think he'll probably leave the 49ers. But okay, I, gotcha. You're just talking about the decision to do like it. The, like, like, I know some people were talking about him being a backup here, and I just, I don't no. know. Yeah. Dude, like, it, he's got so much upside. He's going to go to a team that, you know, I mean, you, what, what about the Falcons? You know, a team like that exactly. that... Who knows what Desmond Ritter holds, right? The, the Falcons, the Lions, the fucking Vikings. Like, there's right. teams, bro, that would be willing to wait. Um, I mean, uh, I don't know if the Rams, they can't really afford it. Never mind. Oh, in division, that'd never work. Um, but, yeah, bro, I mean. It, Our backup quarterback situation is shitty. It, it is, and and I am so fucking tired of talking about it already, and it's so funny. You know, I, like bro, I'm not even gonna lie, I hated to cut you off there, but like, no, I, I was excited. You know, we were excited for this preseason, and I feel like the backup quarterbacks have just kind of made the whole, you know, the whole wheels on the <laughs> barrel just like I don't know, man. Yeah. It's not, it's not working. It's not sexy. You know, I mean, at least we were seeing Drew Plitt throw the fucking ball to Kendrick Pryor. Last we're just year. not used to bad quarterback play. I like, know, I know, and it's like, damn, we really were living through that like depression. That was like literally the Great Depression for the Bengals for a few years. Like, I feel like people forget. Like, they think the Bengals were just like that shitty for the longest time. Like, I think they forget. Like, 
we were, I mean, I'm not going to brag, like, because we didn't win any playoff games, but we were a playoff team for, like, five years straight. I mean, mm-hmm. like, you pointed out today, we, in the space, Andy went 8 no, And I know the one guy was, you know, talking about, you know, the stats and all. That's a whole different era of football. You know what I mean? Kirk Cousins? Like, yeah. I, listen, I know that the guy was saying, like, Kirk Cousins way better. But let me let me tell you this. What what did the Bengals do in that era? When when the Bengals were winning, when Andy put them up, they they didn't do nothing for the rest of the game. Kirk Cousins, he a lot of his stats, in my opinion, are garbage time stats. So when you look at it and you compare it like that, like Andy was just up. You know what I mean? Andy was up and Andy had already gotten them up there with the leads. And then he also got injured. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like when you look, when you try to compare it like that, it's just not right because it's two different eras of football. Like, I mean, you had you had like Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. I get that, but like that was a good ass year for Dalton. It just I worked. mean specifically, bro. I, I don't really think the era is different. I think just the, I mean the scheme. Like it matters. Like what system are you in, and bro? Like, but, but wouldn't you say like nowadays, right? You have like the the crazy guys, right? You got Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Patrick. Murray, you know, it's just pass heavy all the time. Like, you're not going to be surprised if you have uh, Joe Burrow throw for 40 touchdowns. Then you got you know Jay Herbert throwing for 37, and then you got. You know what I mean? Like, in that perspective, because I feel like, you know, not everybody back then was, like, tossing, like, 30-plus. Oh, you know what I mean? Like Fine. that. Yeah, yeah. Might be. For a second, I thought you were just comparing uh, peak Andy and peak Kurt. But, no, nah, I mean, I, I do get that. Yeah, you're right. It was a bit different. Um, But, yeah, bro, I mean, overall, it, it's just that it factor. And, like, obviously, I, I'm no expert on Kurt Cousins' game. I mean, shit. Oh, I've I've always listen. I've always loved Kirk Cousins since his Washington days, bro. I used to have him in fantasy football. I'd stay up at night watching. Kirk. Oh, I love him in fantasy, bro. I fucking I don't draft him. I never do. It's great. Like oh, there I go, dude. Patrick Mahomes round three. I'm like fuck y'all, bro. Like I'm about to get motherfucking Danny Dimes and Kirk Cousins, and like they're gonna be top twelve, top fifteen. I'm gonna have elite fucking wide receivers and fuck on y'all. Like let's go. Bro, Kirk Cousins was nice with Washington. Like, I thought Washington was about to retain him, but yeah, well, they- Washington, dude. I mean, they. I mean, look at him. When the when the fuck have they figured out quarterback? Like, yeah, they they could have been nice, bro. If you think about it, like they they could have been nice if they kept her. Yeah, like I'm having a brain fart right now. Who the fuck was their quarterback? Between Carson Wentz and um. And Kirk Cousins didn't they? Well, am I am I wrong or did didn't they draft Dwayne Haskins? To oh, re- yeah, got you. That's what it was. Yes, he, they replaced Kirk with Dwayne Haskins in twenty. Less than peace, Dwayne. That shit is crazy, man. Yeah, it is. R.I.P. I think they were saying something. I I cannot confirm this. I thought it was something along the lines of they. They think it might have been a burglary. Like he might have got robbed. Not a burglary, but a, you know, yeah. might have been getting like robbed. And that happened. But like, yeah, yeah, rest in peace, bro. That was that was some crazy stuff. I and that you know, a lot of guys, man, 
a lot of guys, I feel like a lot of past football players, man, are losing their lives, man. I think Ryan Mallett, um, rest in peace to him, man. It's just mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot of unfortunate, you know, things that come out, you know, and you won't yeah. expect it. You won't expect it. I think there was, um, who was it? Who was it? It was uh, the running back. The running back. Um, Alex Collins. Yes, bro. Alex Collins. Yeah. Myth. Chris. Yeah. Bro, it's just it. It's unfortunate, man. Rest in peace to all these guys, because yeah. I mean, it. It's it's some of the nicest guys, you know. When you see it, like Chris Smith, one of the nicest guys. Alex Collins always had a smile on his face. I I fucked with Alex Collins, even though he was a Raven, bro. I always was like, Alex Collins is nice. Like he's yeah. he's a dude, but yeah, man, it's yeah. it's crazy. But you, you know what's kind of weird? Just a little thing. Um, I was watching some. Chris Henry highlights a couple weeks ago and dude like it, it it's crazy man like some of my best memories in my entire life and just thoughts in general is just like 2006 2007 and 8 and 9 and games and going with my dad when I was a little kid and shit like that and and like kind of watching these highlights were just so nostalgic for me and um and I remember in 06 Darius Williams, I think he passed away. He got shot. He he was a Broncos corner, and um, I, I don't know, dude. You, you know, there's just plenty of shit in life. Like you just have that like image of something kind of random, and that was one of them. I remember looking on an ESPN, and it's like damn R.I.P. to that guy. And it was crazy. I was watching the Chris Henry highlights, and Chris Henry caught a touchdown pass on Darius Williams, and it was just a really weird moment. I've of two of these good players on the highlight reel, opposite ends dying during their careers. It's a really sad thing. Crazy thing though. Low key, you know, like how rare is that? Like, but yeah, man, crazy. I feel like Dwayne would have had a shot, you know, Dwayne would have had a shot at that Pittsburgh job. You know, he was, he was in there battling. So yeah, man, I, I think that, that's crazy, you know. At the end of the day, though, those guys are missed um, in football, man. This this season, it's just a blessing, blessing that we get another year of football, another year of Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon, who's gonna go fucking stupid this year. And I, Joe Mixon for two more years, which is that, which I think, um, you know. Me- let me let me let me ask you this because I think I text you and I think you might have been busy, but you look at the running back market, right? And you were a, a heavy guy on Saquon this offseason, like if it was possible, right? Oh yeah. So look at the running back market, right? Say it just completely dries up. What the Bengals did with Joe Mixon in looking at the running back market, if they wanted to bite the bullet on a guy like that and the market's dried up. Think about it. Like, that's a possibility. If you could, you know, you could get a guy like that to pair with Joe Mixon realistically. If, say, that that running back two situation just never solves itself out, right? We just saw Zeke go to the, the Patriots, I think, with uh, Ramondre Stevenson. So it's like, imagine, right? And you, you got Mixon on the on the pay cut now. And you, if you can, if the like I said, if the running back market just completely dries up, and you have the opportunity to get your hands on a guy like Saquon. I'm not saying like, oh, Jonathan Taylor's a Bengal. Yeah. But like that market, man, it's going to continue to just keep drying up because I feel like 
I feel like Joe Mixon, if Joe Mixon goes stupid this year and there's no no restructure and it's just like that, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna hurt that running back market a lot. Y'all thought the Saquon Barkley hype was real this offseason? Just wait till next season. If, bro, if wait it, till after yeah. we win a fucking bowl. Just think of where Saquon w- would want to go. Behind a good line. With a quarterback that just got, a, got over the hump. With the trio that's still set. Or I guess I should say mainly with Joe, you know, because we expect TB to be gone. In the same way. Look, TB's dollars, imagine putting it over into the Saquon Barkley. See, that's what there's nine, ten million for you. You never, bro, you never know. I wanted, that's why I was saying I wanted to point that perspective to you because I know it's like when you look at the running back market, bro, by next year, who knows where it's going to be, right? Because they're, uh, they, they, it may get so bad, they may take it to the NFLPA, bro. Like, they I, are. It's oh. it's already in the NFLPA. They're already talking about that shit. Yeah, I mean it's. I in my opinion, man, I understand it, but at the same, I, at that point, it running backs are just gonna have to get paid one to two years. I mean, simple. I mean, if they want big contracts like that, and it's a, it's even like an NFL team is if all NFL teams are coming together and they're they're just not doing it. I mean, you got guys coming out every year, right? Fresh guys. And that running back position, unfortunately, it's just I think I think like the number on it is like crazy low. Like the average span of an NFL running back. Like Joe Mixon, now in year seven, he is long past the average, like so so people need to understand like four years. Yeah, like it, it's very, very like short window. Like, and you see it, like you see it, like remember, like Jay Ajayi, remember, you know, like yeah. guys that that like will pop off for a second, and then you just never hear about him again. And I think that's what it is. With the he was a pole baller, bro. Todd Gurley, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, yeah, injuries like at the running back position, wear and tear, wear and tear, bro, wear and tear, and. You're going to probably see a lot more teams, you know, you see it around the league too, a lot more teams going with that one-two punch. And mm-hmm. I think eventually, like I said, it'll be a factor on this year, right? Because they like Travion. I know Zim confirmed it, you know. They they like Travion. You know, he's going to be the RB2. He's got a lot to prove this year. So it's like when you look at Samaje last year, how he produced, he was amazing in that running back two positions. So it's like, if you come around next off season and you have these questions about RB2 again, Ooh. <laughs> you can pair a Joe Mixon with a Saquon because you got Joe Mixon. Oh, man. Man. You know what I mean? So it, just- it feels fucking primed for the, it feels like a prime situation for that shit to happen. That's what I'm saying, um, bro. That's like oh a- my gosh, man! Saquon in the Bengals uni is definitely hitting. Saquon in the Orange Bengals uni definitely. Saquon in a fucking color rush, or oh, oh, this. You know what? Wait a second. I don't know if we talked about it. Tyson can give up twenty six. 
Oh, no doubt. But did we talk about the uniform situation? No. Oh, bro. All right. Listen. Listen. Pure speculation. But hear me the fuck out. The wishes will be granted. That's all I'm going to say. They fucking have to be. They are dropping the color rush unis this year. Because it's already in place. Like I said, this is speculation. I'm speaking with conviction because I wholeheartedly believe this. It's already in place that the 90s unis are coming back. Why the fuck would they show the 90s unis as much as they did in that uniform reveal when they did not need to? Why the fuck last year did they have the white tiger? Why is the leaping tiger everywhere? If you want to act like it's not relevant anymore. I spoke with the director of, um, um, ah, I forget his fucking name and I don't even remember his title, which sounds really bad, but he's someone that is significant in that department with the Bengals. And he told me not in 2022, because this is before last season, Yeah, but he said, but soon, you know, what's crazy, bro, is like when we sucked, when we sucked, bro. Nobody and I, I'm not trying to take credit or nothing because I didn't make the edits like some of these pages. So shout outs like Bengals graphics and all these people. But when I when I first started my page, man, like I said, we were we were ass, you know. And uh, I just I felt like we needed something new for our uniforms. And I was like, bro, imagine if we got the '90s throwbacks and like revitalized it. And then we wound up actually, like, you know, a few years later, get, cause I wound up just taking a screenshot of like Boomer Size and, and I was just, I just posted on my page. I was like, imagine these, right? Like modern. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. I fuck with the 90s uniforms so much. Like they're so hard. And then you, mm-hmm. you get your new uniforms a few years later. And then we get the color rush and shit. And then like, yeah, I saw that video, bro. And I was like, this is a long time coming. Like it, the it way happened. they it in that video. I don't think people really were paying much attention to it because they just seen, oh, you know, the Bengals are changing, you know, to their, you know, from their old color rush to their primary. It, it, why? Yeah. That's the obvious reason. You don't do that. You don't just take it away. And say, hey, guys, hope you're happy with our decision to take a jersey away. Exactly. Exactly. But what is it? It takes about two seasons to get a uniform verified through the, you know, um, whatever the fuck that process is. You know, so that's my speculation. It makes so much sense. It makes so much sense because we've given continuous, continuous upon continuous praise to Elizabeth and the FO and the people, you know, involved in the relations with the fans and the team. They definitely, and and that's what's so cool about, I feel like the Bengals, bro, is it's such a like home, home like environment. Like, you know, you just feel like you're at home, but it's like they really act like everyone is their family. Like, you know, I, I got a feeling that. Bengals social media and you can tell just by you know Bengals graphics uh making it onto that uh video is like they pay attention to you know the social Wait, media. Ba- the page 
you know Bengals graphics, the guy that makes those like swaps and stuff. And, like, yeah. Like uh, the new uniforms and all that, like yeah. uniform ideas. He yeah. got he got featured in that video, bro. No shit, that's awesome. I wow. know. Man, yeah, that was that was cool as fuck. Cool but, yeah, bro, I just I agree with you. I think what why make a whole hype video right for that, and you're just switching from the primaries to all whites because they already did a major like lead up for the all white helmets. Mm-hmm. You know? So it was like exactly, and, and also, bro, you got to understand it makes sense like this as well. It is a very, very meticulous and slow and really stupid process. One year, you have to eliminate the alternate, and the following season, you have to acquire a new one. You're not allowed to go from alternate to alternate. And bro, just thought of something. They put so they put a video up, right? And I think it was like an envelope. And it was like a um, a paper for them sent it in to like the NFL, mm-hmm. and they it it was about like I think making the Bengals white helmets their primary like for you know their white jerseys. So I I'm, I just thought on the spot like what if that's what if that was like the reverse because you know how they did it in the video. What if actually in the was like the proposal for like the throwback uniforms wait a second all right here's oh dude it's happening it is surefire happening because you just kind of you put the last piece of the puzzle in for me which was this my my thought was how the fuck would they pair the alternate unis with the white helmet that's why what you just said. They're trying to figure out a way to fit in the white helmet with the normal uniform and then get the n- other helmet, the, the orange one. Because I, I, the helmet is considered an alternate helmet. So they're trying to mix and match the alternate full uniforms. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because the alternate helmet is never going to go with the alternate jersey. Right. And the so... Oh, dude. I mean, dude, it is going to be so fucking hard. I, oh my God, bro. Like, here's the best part. I, I think I know the exact jerseys that you're talking about. You're not talking about the full fledged 90s with the Leaping Tiger. I, I think from what you've told me, you're talking about also the boomer size and authentic, really simple and sleek unis. Yeah. Like, it's got the, like, the They're way. Buying them. The way the like striping on the side of the um, yep. yeah, bro, it's just... bro. They're gonna combine them, dude. They are going. I know they're gonna get this shit so right. I can't wait, like, because the '90s unis got a bit too all over the place on the sleeves, on the shoulders, yep. and yeah, bro, it just makes so much sense. Hmm. The '80s hit uniform wise, and the '90s hit uniform wise. Let's combine them both, like. I can just see it now, dude. And people are going to be like, damn, like the Bengals really got the best uni again. Like, cause there's some good unis out there, bro. Yeah. Lie, bro. Like who there's a couple teams. Um, Oh, I mean, Seahawks, bro. Yeah. Their alternates are just fucking nuclear, dude. Oh yeah. Cause they did the throwbacks. So that's like, that's like when you, when you see shit like that, it it really, I don't know, bro. I, I think they're gonna do the throwbacks. I just, 
I love throwbacks, bro. Listen, why the fuck do you not just have a throwback weekend? Right. A retro, oh my gosh, bro, how hard would that go? Fans would be in a fucking frenzy. Man, you're telling me, bro. I mean, come on, bro. Like, NFL, like, look. It, guys, first off, I should add this. We have really been all over the place conversationally, me and Drake. We we talk like this off the phone. So <laughs> I know we've hit some, you know, uh, up-to-date topics on this pod, you know, but I hope you're enjoying it so far. But now back to the retro weekend. I mean, yeah, dude, that shit was schmack. Yeah, 100%, bro. So you think – wait a sec. So you think with the – with the retro uniforms, do you think they'll also have the throwback helmet or you think they'll wear the white helmet? What were you saying? I was kind of. That is the good question. I think that they will keep their original helmet. Okay. Because that's what it's been for so long. Yeah. And, and I feel like it'll be like, I feel like it'll be throwback, but I feel like it'll be like a modernized type throwback like it'll it'll look modernized but it'll still have that throwback like feel to it exactly bro plus like you wore it together back in the day so that's really simple you know to kind of you know correlate both and see the similarities but yeah bro i mean plus our helmet's so iconic you know like that's lit we really do have an iconic helmet bro like that's like i feel like that's what we get bowls right like kids at a young age right when they look at a tv screen they're gonna be like oh i like that team look at the helmet you know what i mean like look at the helmets like orange black man like it's gonna be awesome you know for these kids and you know for our kids and yeah man there man i mean the Bengals, like joe burrow jamar chase like wow yeah people don't look at us as a dynasty bro They, they really think we're just like this fucking pretend team or something it's funny it's like we have a chip on our shoulder every year so i love it i really i love it it makes the makes the season a lot better in my opinion like i feel like these last two years bro they've just felt like a movie especially when we get like deep into the year of football and we're like in the last few weeks leading up to the playoffs like it's just felt like a movie back-to-back years it's insane bro we are better than everyone (laughs) it sounds crazy like (laughs) we are better than every team we're going to see this year does that mean we'll win every game almost certainly no i'm not banking on it i mean if shit goes right if you take care of business like look dude the Bengals take care of business in just a few games last year they're 15 and 2 exactly and also i want to say this I my slogan for the season has been all in season. While I think that's true, but I I said this uh, a couple days ago in space or whatever, and I think it resonated with me just as much, and it's a bit more relevant. Take care of business. That's yep. it. That's my motto for the season. Because of how good you are, we know this fucking roster. We have dissected it in every single fucking manner. We are the biggest. Andre Yosevash, six-round pick from Princeton. Princeton player hasn't been drafted since 1972. Stay in account out here, motherfuckers. Like, you guys have every insight on every player that's significant with this team. And our roster is just so fucking talented. We're 
I mean, I've, I've constantly had to say this all along. It's kind of like a pinch myself moment. Like, we don't have to fabricate this shit. We are telling you what the fuck this actually is. Not, hey, man, you know, if these four, five, six pieces hit, maybe. Be thanks. Oh, this guy proves the thing. Maybe it is in front of your fucking face. Be right. Thanks. You didn't have, you didn't have like two, three starting O linemen in Shidobe. God, Shidobe. God, I can't even say it, bro. See, it's like a tongue twister. Shidobe <laughs> Awuzie. Yeah. Shidobe Awuzie. Like yeah. you didn't, didn't have those guys, man. Imagine you plug them guys in for a couple playoff games and that's a bull bro Uh, i don't care it's no bias it's just the simple truth when you look at rosters top to bottom and you look at the backup positions i feel like nobody i people people might you know no bias have a better defensive front but when i talk about depth (laughs) the bulls have the best defensive line in terms of like production for this year in my opinion and back in depth like it's just and you just had an evil laugh so i mean i i'd say behind the eagles i can't put the Bengals ahead of them oh no 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 yeah but i'm saying depth wise depth wise like across the entire nfl when you look at like miles murphy yeah dude five bro ample you got all these guys behind you know what i'm saying they're just wreak havoc it's like I haven't, I haven't seen a team, you know, in, in my whole existence of watching the Bengals, a defensive line. I mean, we had those good years, right? Carlos up front, Gino. We had those guys, but we didn't have a a defensive line with that much depth behind, you know. You have yeah. some confidence in a guy like Joseph Osai and, and guys that are not, not your for sure starters week one, but are going to get valuable snaps. And then the secondary, a Wuzie, Man, he's back now. He's in eleven on elevens. He was looking really good against Jamar and T. So I mean, there you go. You got your you got your top you got your top seven cornerback. People don't want to say that, but PFF and last year I think he was better than top seven before he went out. But a top seven corner, you get him back, that is very valuable. And people people underestimate that a lot. A lot seasons too. Yep. I mean the the defensive line is incredible, but but what I was going back to a minute ago when you pointed it out, what I was having the evil laugh about is delusionally and fun for me. I, I'm really starting to feel like Lou Inarumo is literally going to destroy the league. Like I I get so amped up hearing these analysts talk about Lou, they glaze over this dude. They're like, this guy. They want him to be a head coach, bro. I mean, they know, like, well, yes, but (laughs) right now they are just drooling over this dude and how he works, what he does, like how he's formulated this defense. I mean, I'm serious, bro. Like, Beyond our obvious stars and just over all this team, there's almost a not there's not 
another person I'm more excited to see ball this year than Lou. Oddly enough, you know, I mean that, um, no pun intended, you know, it's Lou ball out in the, in uh, another guy. I gave credit a couple of days ago and I'm climbing even more. Yep. And hobby, bro. Like these guys, I mean, holy shit. Like Luna Romo and Marion hobby, like Marion hobby, your linebackers coach, James Betcher. I mean, Betcher has been a fucking stud as well. Like, I mean, I, we just have gems, man. Rob Livingston, people don't think the Bengals, Bengals don't always have good safeties, bro. Rob Livingston, bro, like the cornerbacks, like we have good ass coaches. And then you got Lou Dini, the wizard, man. And the I agree with wizard. We were a top five defense last year, bro. And we have the 29th. We were 29th in the league in sacks. Think about that, bro. You were a fifth, a top five defense. But Eli was out there, Drake. That's crazy to think about, bro. Lou, I mean, you lose your safeties, but you you get that depth on the D line because once you get once you're getting those guys coming off the edge and creating havoc, it's gonna make that secondary's job a whole lot easier, whole mm. lot easier. A ton, man. Like. Mm-mm-mm. Just can't wait, you know. Um, know. Question mark. What's up? Top three defense next this year? Question mark. Why not? I mean, if for what and and as I go back with all along, what I think is really critical, you know, as hype is always deserved and wanted for fans. What's even better is realistic hype. Not just fabricated, or if ten thousand things roll their roll their way, it can go this way. Bro, did your defensive line, like, dude, Cam Sample is guy. Joseph Osai is a guy for real. Zach Carter, he may be a fucking dude. Like, if you get, I'm for real. Like, I'm not. I'm not saying a Pro Bowl. I'm not saying these guys are going to be incredible. But I'm telling you, you know what's Zach cr- Carter can be a BJ Hill this year. You know what's crazy, bro? Hmm. Like when you look at it, I, I just thought about this randomly. Lou gets his guys paid, bro. Jesse, Vaughn, Larry Ogunjobi, obviously sad for the physical, but still Larry, mm-hmm. Ogan Wilson, Jermaine Pratt. All these guys are getting paid. Trey Hendrickson. All these guys are getting DJ. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like uh, all these guys are getting paid, and Lou is helping these guys get paid. Like this year, bro, it's gonna be it's gonna be something fun because I think I think Sam Hubbard's gonna, you know, come come into a pass rusher more, hopefully. You know, and I, I know he's a elite one. I don't even care. I know. I don't care. I just want. I just want quarterback pressure, bro. We just need to oh, yeah. havoc and get to the quarterback. The sack numbers. I. I don't give a shit about as long as we're getting to the quarterback pressure, bro. Making that secondary's job a whole lot easier. You could see a breakout year from a guy like Cam Taylor Britt because of that D line. You could see another mm-hmm. breakout year for Cheeto. You could see mm-hmm. Jay Turner come in and give you valuable reps. Dax Hill play out of his mind like 
Lose Mike it. Hilton continued to be the best slot cornerback in football. I and I, it's a shame he's not had a sack yet, bro. I don't know how he's not had a sack. I think Mike he's Hilton? yeah, bro. He's not had a sack on his stat sheet, bro. So what? you got it. Yeah, I know, bro. That shit shocked Wait me. Wait a sec. Uh, playoffs though, Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah. I thought he sacked him. I'm saying, like, regular season, like, look, he had three sacks with Pittsburgh in 2020, one and a half in 2019, one in 2018, four in 2016. I'm trying to see that out of Mike Hill. Imagine Mike Hilton with fucking four sacks, bro. That'd be crazy, dude. Like, what He's the fuck? Done it. He's done it, bro. He did, he did three and four. He did three and four, bro. He could do that, bro. He could do that. Dude, I'll say this. Um, I, I was actually contemplating if I wanted to do it or not. And I posted on my story. And I'm sure every single one of you listeners, you know, <laughs> for everybody typically, as I like to do, I like to appreciate you guys for listening to this show and stuff. Um, you guys, I'm sure, follow all my stories. I made that post last night because I didn't know how many player and stat and game predictions I'd want to make, you know, heading into the season. But I'm so excited to make my predictions and projections for these defensive linemen because I got to take Sam Hubbard. He may end up being fourth, even fifth on the total sack list for the Bengals in 2023. Because I really think that Cam Sample with his 500 snaps with BJ Hills, I, I, I feel like B.J. Hill is going to get less snaps as well, um, even though I think he's a three-tech number one. Um, I think the Bengals – we just have so much talent. These guys are developing. That's why I didn't just clamor for Lou. And I think it's Drake. I feel like people started got to start adding Marion Hobby in there. Wait yeah. till week five. Week five. They're going to notice. Holy shit. I mean, think of this, bro. Think of this shit. Marion Hobby came over in 2021. <laughs> Think of this, though. Say if this comes to fruition and the 2023 season passes and you get a true legitimate step forward, maybe steps plural, from um, Joseph Osai, Cam Sample, Zach Carter, um, um, name is slipping me there. Um, those three guys, uh, in Miles Murphy, I really don't know, but those three guys, and you've already, you've only been the defensive tackles coach for three seasons and you develop these guys to be these dudes. And oh yeah, not only that, you've brought the most out of Trey Hendrickson, had a career year, perennial pro bowler now here, DJ Breeders, the best nose tackle in football. Sam Hubbard has continued to be the best run-stopping edge defender of football. That is Marion Hobby's resume. Oh, yeah. Not to fucking mention, B.J. Hill had a career year in his first season here with Marion Hobby. Insane, bro. That he made was- low, like, that's incredible, dude. They turned, they turned Billy Price into B.J. Hill. That was crazy. A career year, B.J. Hill. Yeah, man, he got it. Got paid. I mean, he got paid because of it. So mm-hmm. you look at that, and then you take you take Osai later rounds, right? You take Third, yeah, 
you take camp sample later rounds. Oh, I mean, look, look, look at this. I mean, he's developing these. I guys. mean, seventh round pick Jeffrey Gunter made the team last year. And you're telling me he's not going to have fun with Miles Murphy the next couple of years? Come on now. <laughs> like, um, you like, know, uh, we got to push that agenda too. Like, I'm ready to push this Marion Hobby agenda, bro. Like, this yeah. tank is about to go fucking crazy. Yeah, man, it, it's respected, man. He he seems like one of those one of those guys, you know, great, great coach. And I, I'm excited for this year. I'm excited for that defense. That defense gets slept on. I think a lot of people think that the Bengals defense is just going to regress so much because they lost Jesse Bates and Mon Bell. That is the, like, in my opinion, I feel like that's been one of the biggest, like, generalized statements about the Bengals. Oh, this- it's the only one, Drake. Only one. Yeah, like they think that our defense is going to be like bottom five or some shit. And it's like, <laughs> not realize, like, we have our whole starting defense, bro. We drafted Dak, so we knew what was happening with Jesse. We took that money, we put it into Orlando Brown. So, what the fuck? I, we, we don't care. And then, and then Vaughn, we get it, man. It was the Bengals were just set on a number, you know? And a lot of guys, when you look at it now, look at Logan Wilson. I just, bro, I just played Madden, bro. They were trying to sign Logan Wilson, bro, like four years, like sixty million or some shit. Oh my gosh. Like four years, fifty-five million. So it's like when you look at it like that, these guys, bro, are taking a cut to stay together. So you look at a Von Bell and respect love Von, love his time here. But you look at it like that, right? Look at what the guys in, in-house in right now have done. They've taken that sacrifice. So it's like the Bengals had to had to move on and they had to they had to figure something out. And I'm confident. I think I think Jordan Battle, I know he, you know, signed a three-year deal. I don't think Jordan Battle or Jordan Battle, what am I saying? <laughs> Nick Scott. Um, I don't think, you know, he's gonna be a long-term solution, but I think he's he's the perfect guy to be here right now perfect guy in loose defense especially perfect and then you have jordan battle to develop jordan battle gets a year to develop you know with these guys it's not like he's not going to get some playing time this year i'm sure i'm sure we will see jordan battle out there you know and who knows over the span of the season we may may see more jordan battle jordan battle they got him starting at strong safety on madden i've been cooking guys (laughs) with jordan battle in madden i'm like man this dude this dude (laughs) dog so yeah man that safety position i know you know a lot of nfl fans that are not not in cincinnati uh are just thinking that the Bengals Bengals are gonna suck and i think that is a wrong statement and they're in for a rude awakening bro i cannot cannot wait week one did i tell you bro i literally uh, i started franchise mode on madden yeah i think i did tell you and you know two weeks two and three close games but I blew out the Browns 49-0 week one. Oh, yeah, you told yeah, me. I told you that. that. That was insane. But I'm fucking – I'm excited, bro. I think this week one game was crazy, man, right? I said it said it early. I don't know if it, it got cut off, you know, because I didn't know where we started the podcast. But Kermit Whitfield days until week one. I mean, you're about – you're about – you were just saying you're back. You're trapped in Ohio. You're about to be trapped in Cleveland, bro, in 17 days. You're about to hear grown men barking. You're going to hear 
fucking Browns fans howling. Oh, fucking, you're going to be like, what the hell? Or how old are you, bro? You barking? Are sure you good? You got little kids. Good, don't let yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, bro, you know what's crazy? I think I was, uh, I was watching something on Twitter, bro. It was, I don't know if it was a game. I think it might have been a preseason game or something this year. Mm. They, had a fucking, like, they had like a raccoon in that fucking stadium, bro. I and bet like, they did. Fuck. Yeah, like a wildlife animal in there, bro. I'm like, oh my God, bro. I really hope when we go to this game, bro, we don't look to our left and there's a fucking raccoon or rat or something. Bro. Uh, it's okay. It's just a Browns fan. Oh, they uh, look the same. Nah, bro. I mean, <laughs> look, you know, we, we've kept it defensive heavy and uh, this is a fun pod. Um, you know, we, we didn't run a ton down. Um, I would like to give a quick 30 second rundown for the preview of preseason game three. You know, we, we really did kick the shit a lot tonight. So I'm sorry, guys, we really didn't deliver a ton of value. Cause like we're kind of at the part of training camp that it's full fledged preseason time. And we've been, um, really encapsulated with what preseason has been. And we know what it's been. Quarterback insufficiencies, Jackson Karma's terrible, offensive line sucks, defense looked impressive, things like that. But Money Mac, bro, I didn't point it out. Money Mac's so money. Look, so listen, listen, you know, you know how we took Evan, right? In the fifth round. So teams were looking at it like, damn, the Bengals, they drafted a kicker in the fifth round, right? So similar to what the Bengals did with T. Higgins, Jamar, and Boyd. You know, a lot of people started emulating. They had to build their wide receiver trios. Mm -hmm. So when you look at the Niners and you look at the Browns, they decided that they were going to take a kicker in rounds three and four. And guess what? Those kickers this preseason right now are a combined three of eight on field goal attempts. Money Mac is six of six, bro. He's cooking. Shut the fuck up. Three of eight? Three of fucking eight. These dudes butt cheeks, dog. That's crazy. Three oh, my God. Cade York and Jake Moody. Oh, my gosh, bro. R.I.P. Like, a third-round pick? Who the fuck? Jake, Jake Moody, the 49ers, bro, third-rounder this year. Oh, my. You fucking losers. That is insane, <laughs> bro. What the a did it. So it was funny when the Browns took Cade York. I was like, they fucking are copying us. Okay. Uh, the Browns are copying us, bro. The year after we drafted oh, yeah. back. Like, yeah. They're exactly. And, and here's what's even crazier. It's crazy we brought up the 49ers multiple times today. And we really brought them up again because we didn't even bring them up, bring them up directly for the exact same reason because Brandon <laughs> Allen somehow wind up a Bengal again. <laughs> topic. Here's another one with the 49ers. They did not have a first-round pick this year. So you're telling me <laughs> their second player they selected in the draft in a championship window Yeah. kicker. Yeah. Prison. Prison. <laughs> if the Bengals selected Evan McPherson in the second round, bro, oh, I don't know. What would Mike Tannebaum say? You should be dismantled from the NFL. And I think I, I may have to retweet it if we did. I mean, second round or second pick. Whew. I mean, that's a steep, that's a steep, uh, 
Bro, I think it was like, hold up. I think it was like pig like 90 or 77 or something crazy. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What What an offseason. 99, pick 99. You know what? I'm I'm down to push a little bit of 49er slander. Maybe I should say they have had a good offseason. Their top three highlights have been failed to extend their best defensive player. Um, and they drafted a kicker with their second selection. And they um, are going to trade their number three overall pick from two years ago. Yeah. Nice. Good offseason. <laughs> that's crazy, man. Hey, that's just another reason why uh, once we see the 49ers, we can steamroll the fuck out of them. Kitten will be a tall be a tall I got to pull this up now before we hop off because it's like, all right, we got to we gotta really see what's up. So, yeah, you have Evan McPherson as of right now has been the best kicker in the entire NFL through preseason. Um, he's 6'6". Six, six. You know, he's hitting. He's hitting from from everywhere, bro. So, this, okay. and then let's see. Let's see here. I got to find. got to find these old bums down here. Jake Moody, he is well, – they might have played a game. He's 3 of 5, and then Cade York is 3 of 6. They are actually – so listen, out of 44 eligible kickers this uh, preseason, uh, Jake Moody is the 42nd kicker, <laughs> and Cade York is the fourth kicker. Money Mac is the third kicker. Wait a second. Wait, wait. Third best and Cade York the third best? So, so field goal uh, grading wise, according to PFF, Justin Tucker's first right now. Joey Sly, the Mister uh, Throw Your L Up at Baltimore, he's number two, and then Evan McPherson is three. But Evan McPherson, as of right now, has like the best like overall, I'd say like field goal mm-hmm. kick stats of anyone. Evan, wow, Evan McPherson, one of one from. 50, or 40 to 49, and he's 2 of 2, 50-plus. So, I mean, it's oh, not yeah. – he's I'm, been doing his thing, bro. But like I said, out of 44 eligible kickers, Evan McPherson ranked third, Jake Moody ranked 42nd, and Cade York is ranked the worst kicker in the NFL. As oh, of oh, you said Cade York was the fourth. Oh, I did? I meant 40, yeah. yeah, 44th. Got you. Go. Nice. Yeah, for a second, bro, I was like, fourth? Holy shit, that'd be crazy. Uh, Justin Tucker, is he perfect, too? So, Justin Tucker, yeah, Justin Tucker's two of two. He's six of six for the extra points. Evan McPherson, you know, offense, he's only had to kick two extra points. So, he's six of six from the field goal. Yeah. I mean, they're, the Ravens' offense must be terrible if they can't even get in field goal zone. I'm kidding. They've literally scored, like, seven touchdowns in preseason. We've scored one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, look, dude, we got it in the segment, guys. Me and Drake, um, I, for some of these funny pieces we've been thinking of and coming up with, just bullshitting around before the recording officially starts. I kind of wish it was peak off season to post this silly dumb shit because it's too it's too hot of a time now. But me and Drake were talking about what would the Bengals all hated defense and offense look like. <laughs> In the history, and I think the the best hated trio, the 
my opinion, the most legendary trio in Bengals history for the cornerback unit. Um, you got to go with Eli Apple. Then B.W. Webb. I mean, um, and William Jackson. Oh, my. Winning a Super Bowl. <laughs> you know what? It, it'd be it'd be a glorious thing. Um, you know what? I, I, I want to try to run through this real quick. Let's think about it. Who was a hated safety? Hated safety? Just a polarizing one. Like just trash? Eh, culmination uh, of it all, yeah. I just thought of his name and it just rolled off my tongue. Shenandoah and Duque? It's a random one. I actually did some work for him. Chinadome. He's still in Cincinnati. He's a prevalent guy here. Uh, he was solid. Chris Crocker, uh, Medea Williams, uh, Roy Williams. Hmm. I got to find a guy that. Maybe, maybe I could just stick with DBs. Darius Phillips. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a great one, Drake. Nice. You know who I'm you know who I'm putting at running back? Who? Mark Walton. Oh, what a loser. Yeah, bro. Like I mean, it's got to be Jeremy. Did I, who? did I tell you? Did I tell you I got on Mark Walton's uh Instagram one time, his live, and I was like just, you know, saying like, "Hey man, I hope you're doing good." And bro, he he was like Man, fuck the Bengals. I was like, okay. Really? Yeah, what, bro. He you was like, spoke to him on the live or? Yeah, bro. Was, I mean, I didn't speak to him on the live. I just commented. And oh, was, wow. Bengals. What like, a pussy, even though we literally gave him a chance and his dumb fucking ass from Broward County decided to be a dumbass and to continue to have possession of guns. Like, dude, you couldn't even average two yards of carry in the NFL. <laughs> You're getting more charges for carrying illegal weapons than your fucking yards per rush in the NFL. <laughs> Little bummy boy. Oh my god. Mark Walton slander. Holy shit at 2 a.m. What is happening right now? Like <laughs> I don't even know that guy. But nonetheless. Um, yeah, sure, you could throw him there. Um defensive line. You know what? This is kind of an exhausting topic. Carlos Dunlap would end up there. Uh, I don't know. But didn't things end off bad with the Bengals and um fuck how did I forget his name? Big boy. Uh Tan Johnson. Moen. Domita Pecco. Yep. Didn't we end it off bad with him? No. Nah, no, nah, it was good. I thought he was talking shit about the fan base or something. Nah, not at all, bro. It was actually really cool. I remember uh Domita was there during the Super Bowl weekend. Uh-huh. Uh there and and he was homering so hard it was great that's they're cool like, they, yeah they're like dude you know it's kind of hard to have this conversation because like Hold you know, i don't it, remember oh my bad i didn't mean to cut you off bro no sorry dude i was done no uh what i, I was probably a little young because you know i i was i was still watching football but was was taylor may was taylor mays like a mm, he was trash like a hated safety. Nah, I just think he was such a disappointment uh, because we had so much hype for him. Like, I thought he was going to be that dude, bro, coming out of USC. Like, 
I was like, yeah, this is a guy until I realized he ran like a four, eight. I was like, this dude's <laughs> fucking trash, bro. He does not. He ran a four, four, three. <laughs> One, four, four, three. <laughs> he did not play like it, bro. It was so funny. Cause we were talking about him in a space about how he moved so slow. Really? Yes, bro. He moved so fucking slow on the field. And that was kind of the epitome of like, you can't let, you know, just testing do all the talking. Um a four four three bro ran like he had fucking cement feet, man. What a bum. Hold up. We had a white safety named Tom Nelson. Yeah, I remember Tom Nelson's bum ass. He's dude, I remember he got decked. He got fucked by a couple Steelers guys. I'm like, oh my gosh, bro. Pause. That was respect came up Oh my God. Fuck the Steelers guys. Nah, but um yeah, Tom Nelson, he played for a bit, but not much. Chinadona Dukeway was the guy at the time. Oh my god, we haven't checked on your boy Riley Moss, man. Yeah, yeah, me and Riley, we kinda had a fallout. Um I'm kidding. Uh, I don't you know what? Damn, he's out after core muscle surgery. <gasps> No, Riley Moss demise here. Fucking goddamn Democrats. I'm kidding, dude. That, <laughs> listen, bro. That That's so left field. Uh, shout out Brady, Chris, Forrest. I don't know if you guys were listening to the pod. That's from the clubhouse days, bro. We had the funniest fucking topics about Riley Moss, bro. We, Oh, man. I won't even get, you know fuck around and mess you know messy and political with it but it was just so funny with him so, so who's your who's your all-time <laughs> hated quarterback who's your starter all-time hated quarterback mm. i mean it, i mean I, I get it's old era maybe achilles smith but he was a bust so who's like, yeah who's your I, most hated i think it's gotta be bro because like you get cut after two seasons being a first overall pick, like, damn, I, they had all too. Remember, they were the Saints were about to give a haul. Uh huh. Uh huh. And you chose to stick with this bum ass fucker. Like, <laughs> I, I think it may have to be, bro. Like, I don't know. Um, I'm just trying to think. Yeah. Maybe Matt Barkley. <laughs> Holy shit, we did have Matt Barkley. Why? What did he do? Barkley, bro, I thought Matt Barkley was going to be a Case Keenum, bro. I was trying to convince myself. I was oh, I was excited for that signing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good point, bro. It would probably <laughs> be a Keely. <laughs> What's up? Matt Barkley at 2 a.m. We are the first podcast to ever bring up Matt Barkley at 2 a.m. Dude, we set records all the time on this pod, okay? We're the first fucking podcast to have two consecutive episodes recorded on the beach. First podcast, 2 a.m. discussion of Matt Barkley. Um, Akili Smith, for sure. Um, Tom Nelson? Come on. This is an unprecedented groundbreaking conversations that me and Drake have. So you guys better be extremely appreciative. I'm just kidding. We really do fuck around on here, bro. <laughs> Who's your – so Mark Walton's the starting running back. You got Keely Smith at quarterback. God, this team is bad. Oh, my God, bro. I, Who's I your wide 
receivers, bro. We got, we got to, we, that's important. The wide receivers important. I can't wait. I, <laughs> the most elite hated receiver of all time. Oh, shit. I know what he's going to say. Legend. I know what he's going to say. Steady get a whopping five foot, nine inches, weighing approximately 179 pounds. Mike, parentheses, bumass, parentheses, Thomas. <laughs> he is an all pro on the hated list. Oh, man. He's all hated. I'm kidding. Yeah, bro. Didn't he have like a 60 yard touchdown, bro? Right in his hands, bro. Just dink. Listen, man. Week two. Oh, my. He was literally on our team for three years. Just what a joke. Week two of 2020, when he scored that tutty against the Browns, I was like, we've got a guy. It's like, this is a guy. <laughs> I I seriously thought, dude, I picked him up in fantasy. Bro, I picked him up in fantasy. I swear to God, oh I did. Dude, I was like, I was like, oh, my God. Dude, you know what? It is actually a crazy 180 that him he would be he would probably be really hurt by. I was a huge Mike Thomas stand. Then I just hated the guy. I was like, you know what? I fucking hate this dude. <laughs> so you got you got Mike Thomas at wide receiver one. I, I'm gonna put. I mean, he was a nice guy. He was you know fans liked him, but I'm gonna put Cody Core at wide receiver two. Dude, you're just my spirit animal, man. Like, you don't even, I haven't even been able to speak much on, on my Cody Core hatred. Listen, dude, me and my buddy, he's not even a Bengals fan, but we played Madden. Cody Core was a god in 2016. Uh, yeah, I think it was 2016 Madden. God. Bro, my buddy literally beat my brother like 124 to like 40. And Cody Cody Core scored like nine touchdowns. It was crazy. Like, <laughs> like, dude, literally, God, like, we can't wait to see this guy ball out. And I will never forget his long touchdown catch. It was a great play. I gotta look that highlight up, and just how many times he dropped the ball. Oh, I can't even wait. My number three. Can I say the number three? Yeah. Oh, Brandon Tate is just the best number three. On the all-time hated team. So trash. Uh, Mike Thomas, Brandon Tate, really the same person. Um, he was here's – the, here's the irony. He was a mid-ass returner. Always for us. He was only good with the Patriots. He was mid as fuck for every fucking year he was here. And he was here for like five years. He literally made one play. One play against the Falcons. He caught like a deep ball. I remember, yeah. Yeah, and I was we're like, oh my god, it just took half a fucking decade for him to make a play. <laughs> like definitely, I, man. Uh, can I tell you who I'm starting at tight end? Yeah. Drew Sample. <laughs> oh man, my heart, man. I'm sorry, Drew. But yeah, God, that's crazy. Oh my gosh. Oh man. That that's a heartbreaking starter there. Um, hmm. If I had to pick my tight end, um, I was not a big fan of Jeremy, uh, Jermaine Gresham. I thought uh, you. I was gonna say Jermaine, but I was like, you know what? Jermaine's gonna carry that offense, so I gotta keep it obscure. 
Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like Drew Sample carrying that offense is more more relevant. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jermaine, well, wait, did I say Jeremy Gresham? Jermaine, I don't even remember his <laughs> fucking name. Yeah, you said Jeremy. But he kind of did his thing in Arizona. It pissed me off. He was doing a little something. Facts, bro. What's up with me, dude? Uh, Yesterday, I was <laughs> – I said it like three times in this space, and I had to put my mic back on. I was, I was like, oh, I got the name wrong. But uh, you know how, like, people talk over one another a lot, and nobody even heard me. But I was like – we were talking about the Saints tight ends. I was like, yeah, dude – uh. They, they kept running through all the guys, and I said, um, Jeremy Shockey. I, I kept saying it like three times because he used to play for it, but I bet Jermaine uh, – God damn, dude. It is late as fuck. We're going to have to end this soon. Uh, Jeremy fucking – what the fuck is his name? Graham. Rucker? Rucker? Jim, Jimmy Graham. Oh, Jimmy Graham. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, Jermaine, Jimmy, John, whatever the fuck. Damn, dude. Like, yeah, I kept saying, Jeremy Shockey, Jeremy Shockey. (laughs) Bro retired like 15 years ago. (laughs) You know, hey, bro, before y'all bomb, I got it. You got to guess who I'm having on that blind side for Achilles Smith, left tackle. Cedric Boy. Yep. (laughs) Hey, dude, listen. Hey, Guru. Guru, the spaces is he's a certified psychopath. He is actually a psycho. Like I am, I am crystal clear positive that he's a psycho. But he is sometimes so fucking funny, and he was talking shit a couple weeks ago, dude. You know he he says the Steelers are going fourteen and three. You know that, right? You hear that? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. He's saying the Bengals are going eight and nine, and uh, <laughs> yeah, he talks about how good they are every day, but uh. <clears throat> He was he was talking shit about our O line. He's like, who the fuck you got at left tackle? He's like, who is that dude like Cedric Abugaloogaloo? <laughs> 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 he, dude, you know you know how he just goes on, bro. He's a complete off the rails. Like psych ward needs to be admitted, but he says some funny ass shit. What he was saying, it, bro, I just couldn't help but die. He's like, Cedric Abugaloogaloo, like. <laughs> Oh my god. Man. Oh wait, 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 wait. First team, all hated team. Right tackle. Bob. Oh man, what a grail. Bob Hart. Oh <laughs> dude. Oh my god. Hey, hey, hey. Think of this shit. Uh, this is so funny. Guys, we gotta wait. we gotta tweet this out, bro. So true, bro. This is gonna be so funny. It is gonna be the best part of all. The offensive line is literally going to be the 2020 Bengals O line, pretty much. Except it's gonna be it's gonna be Bob Hart, Alex Redmond, Billy Price, and Michael Jordan. Like this is insane, dude. We were cooked, bro. My God, bro, that is amazing. We gotta make that sweet and pull this audio, bro. Oh my God, we will, bro. Oh my Lord, that is such a bad line. Cedric Abwehi, Michael Jordan, Billy Price, bro. Hey, hey, I'll make a video, <laughs> bro. You know how they add the ESPN or like the Fox out there? Like, do 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 do. Oh my god, bro. Dude, oh, I can't wait, bro. This roster's gonna fuck. 
<laughs> Hold up. You said you had Alex Redman at right guard. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Who else do you want to add? We got a ton. Uh, what's that? Who is the guy? Him and Alex Redman were like, oh, uh, Alex Westerman. Uh, Christian Westerman. Guys. There is no way, bro. Oh my! It's insane, dude. How much of a joke our offensive line is? Did you see, bro? They tried to. I forget. It might have been like uh, CBS Sports or something, bro. They just tried to make another another tweet, bro, about Michael Jordan because he's in Carolina, and they tried (laughs) comparing it to Michael Jordan. The actual Michael Jordan. Yes. How is he still on a team, bro? <laughs> I don't know, bro. I really don't. I like. I just. I don't understand. Do 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 These dudes are crazy, man. Oh, I can't wait to make this fucking roster, bro. Oh, bro, he's gonna be fire. That is gonna kicker. Oh shit, kicker. Randy or Mike Nugent. I don't know, bro. Their demise was so bad. Uh, a long snapper is um is um uh Brad St. Louis with the ending that he had. Uh punter. Hmm, who can we punt into oblivion? You know what? Oh, Drew Chrisman. Prison. <laughs> like Oh my god, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, Drew. The DoorDasher, Drew DoorDash Christian. <laughs> this dude's a DoorDasher. Oh you my know. god, bro. Hey, y'all, I'm sure you guys are having a funny-ass time listening to this. I mean, it it's it's almost fucked up a clock. It's like 2.15. I know Drake stays up all night. Um, He loves to sleep during Bengals games to miss Alex Westerman and <laughs> Great Bengals offensive line producing preseason. Oh my gosh, bro. Who are you putting at middle linebacker? Oh man. We done ran through the whole list. We might as well. True, do- true, true, true. We we gotta get it. Oh my gosh, bro. I mean, the late 2010s, we know how bad it got. I mean, I oh dude. Paul Dawson to the fucking moon. <laughs> He was ass. Like he was just garbage. <laughs> oh my! We had so no. It. I think it's got to be Preston Smith, bro. Wait, <laughs> Preston. What the fuck's his name? Preston Brown. Preston Smith. I would love Preston Smith. Wait, was that his name, Preston Brown? Yeah, yeah, Preston Brown. Gosh, bro, it's so late. We. Oh, really- you know who I got? Who? Hardy Nickerson. Hey, I liked Hardy, bro. But he was he was ass. Like he was very bad. Um <laughs> very bad. But I mean Malik Jefferson, Paul Dawson, um, Evans. He is athletic. Yeah, yeah. Jordan Evans wasn't I- I'm glad that they put him where they put him. Um you he know, was so like, athletic, you know bro. Athletic. Athleticism, he had it. He just, I think it was the mental. 
Yeah, uh, you know what? We got to finish it off then. We've ran through every position <laughs> but defensive interior and in our defensive end. Um, so, wait, I think I added the defensive end. Yeah, I said Carlos Dunlap. I think probably a lot of people could agree with that with how it ended. Uh, who would who would take those defensive interior and other edge spot? Nose tackle Andrew Billings. Yeah, I could see that. Hmm, who's another one? Who is just ass at defense? No, I mean I know twenty twenty got bad, but like I can't really blame Vince Williams. Like we signed him last second. Like Christian Covington was fine. But we were just – we had nobody. Um, hmm. Damn. Shout out to us, bro. I, I can't really think of anybody. I feel like we've always had Deshaun Williams. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I, I can't say that because he was a seventh-round pick and he's still in the league. Oh. Which is pretty, yeah, bro. He's still in the league. I'm pretty sure he's been with Denver for a few years. Yeah, so I don't, credit I, to him. I don't, I don't know who I would. Yeah, bro. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, trying to think of a dude that uh, maybe got traded or something. There had to be someone in 2020, bro. Yeah. Hold up, I got, I gotta look up their roster. There's no way they didn't have someone that was ass. Hmm. Billings, bro. That's yeah. That's who I said. So yeah, Vince Williams. Yeah, like I said I, I know he was one of the guys. I am Glasgow. Oh no! Oh man, I really wish he fucking got it right, bro. He just kept getting injured, dude. He was actually good. I know. I was hyped for him, bro. Holy fuck, I forgot oh, about You're gonna like this one. Rennell. Right. Rennell Ren, bro. Rennell. Oh, oh, man. Rennell. Oh, dude. I, with I mean... He's with Pittsburgh. I ooh. Just, yeah, bro, he just, like, he just was just, like, a uh, player always, I feel like. Like, he was just... Yeah, he never got it together. I mean, he was the 2024th round pick. Uh, yeah, I mean, pretty disappointing. Um, yeah, bro, like, fortunately, there's really not a ton, you know? Um, yeah, that's a good-ass, uh, terrible team, though, let's say. Oh, yeah, bro, I mean... 30... Look, they're not going to be 32nd, 31st. Look, I don't know, bro. I mean. <laughs> Eli um, carrying them, bro, that defense. B, he is. He'd be the star on defense. B.W. Webb, William Jackson, the third. Let's run it, baby. Oh, my gosh. Mike Thomas at the one. We're cooked. We're fucking done. Uh, Achilles Smith, Cedric Abugaloogaloo on the left. Fucking whatever the fuck their names are. That team would most definitely probably go 0 and 17. That's 0 and 17. Yep. I can't wait. I cannot fucking wait to make the video, dude. dude the offense. Achilles Smith. Bro, the offense is going to be hilarious. I got to put that <laughs> together after we get off. That's hilarious, bro. Absolutely, bro. Oh, man. This could be so fun. And uh, 
Yeah, that, that was kind of fun to think about. We, we could also do other ones, bro. You know what? We got to do a good one, like all time. Yeah. Position, that'd be a fire one. But all right, dude, uh, we've really been running with this shit for a while. Guys, this was definitely the fuck around episode during the preseason. That's what it's getting to. Uh, Joe Burrow, we will be back next week. Still pure speculation with that when I say that always, but it's fully anticipated. I mean, look, dude. Here's here's how I'm seeing it right now. Maybe you guys could see this too. It is four days, three days until it's on to Cleveland. We're almost there. I'm just dying making this list, bro. <laughs> I'm dying. Yeah, it, it's gonna be fun though, bro. I I, like I was text you today. Um, uh, a good amount of DJs people is gonna be out there in Cleveland, so. I, I've already, I've already seen, you know. I, th- I think there's going to be a good turnout. I really do. I think there's going to be a lot of Bengals fans that show up to this game. I don't think, oh, yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't think there's going to be as much barking and howling uh, in this game as there would be in any general home game. You know, what I mean, because this, this, the Bengals could realistically take over this game. You know, if Bengals take over the game on the field, fans are going to take over at stadium like it's a home game. So. Uh, uh, confident as fucking that. That's gonna be that's gonna be awesome. No doubt, bro. And we gotta, you know, we, gotta get, we gotta get down there and uh and tailgate though for sure. I was thinking we're probably gonna have to fucking leave early. I'm sure because get down. I'll there. be ready. Yeah, I'll be. I'll, re- I'll, yeah, bro. We we will definitely be ready. Yeah, me and Drake. Uh, we. You know what? I'll, I'll add this real quick. Look, man. I didn't tell you this, but I have driven up to Cleveland there and back three times before in one day with a full event in the middle. I've gone to Cedar Point, which is pretty much Cleveland, um, two times, and I went to actual Cleveland to watch the Cavs play against uh, the Lakers. And it was – one of the worst decisions I've made. <laughs> but if, if we're about to do it, but I will be much more prepared this time than I was in the past. Um, I didn't even know what an energy an energy drink was back then. I may we may have to have a couple. Uh, we will need to sober up, which I have a crazy sober up method. I will be good. We will be good. Uh, Release the truth fans need to know all right listen you guys don't hear some we need we need everybody driving safe home after the w facts well first off the primary thing is responsibility and i think one has to be responsible with the situation at hand dude i've got this little ability bro i can low-key get almost blacked out drunk and get sobered in two hours the same night an hour and a half it's just simply a matter of drinking like seven bottles of water and eating food or electrolytes. Like I had two, bro, like I drank half a bottle of 80 proof fireball dipshit like two weeks ago, sobered in an hour and a half. Like I was standing like the whole time, just like sobered it up. I drank like eight bottles of water. Like I literally pissed like six, seven times. And, uh, yeah, dude. Or I'd eat a lot of food. Like it's what it's typically what people don't want to do, though. So I mean, if you do that, like one could get sobered up from anything. So like on the real, 
Like that's probably what I do depending on however much I drink, which I'm not really a big drinker anymore anyways. Um, but man, beyond that, beyond the quick little tip. Um, yeah, the game's right around the corner this weekend, Saturday. It's going to be a fun time. Exciting to see some cool matchups, exciting to see whatever happens with Eric B and Sam Howell and that offense. And, uh, Last preseason game of the year, dude. We got to get through this shit. Yeah, bro, I agree with you. And to run down this final list, let me show you this Pro Bowl roster. A quarterback, you have Akili Smith. Running back, you have Mark Walton. Wide receiver one, Mike Thomas. Wide receiver two, Cody Core. Wide receiver three, Brandon Tate. Tight end, Drew Sample. Left tackle, Cedric O'Boy. Left guard, Michael Jordan. Center, Billy Price. Right guard. Alex Redman, right tackle, Bobby Hart. Imagine saying they're like colleges after after each one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. Or or like if you like if it was like a full minute video and you showed highlights, oh, but it's just no. like a green. Imagine if you pulled every single intro, so it was like Drew Chris or uh, <laughs> Drew Sample, Washington. That's for later. Billy Price, Ohio State. <laughs> Bro, oh my God, we gotta find a way to do that. Oh, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Or instead of like maybe like all hated team, maybe we just call it like all ass, like all ass team. Like, oh my God, and censor ass. So put the like uh, <laughs> asterisks. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm an I'm an AA. I'm an AA player. Oh, <laughs> what? God. You're gonna be like, damn, I'm a true, I'm a double A player. Exactly, bro. <laughs> Absolutely ass. <laughs> I'm first team all ass. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine making merch? <laughs> like first team all ass. Bro, that'd be great. What a dish shirt. That'd be so fucking funny, bro. Oh my gosh. Yeah, oh. <laughs> that with Tanner Hudson, he might win that tight end two job, bro we'll see. I mean, shit, dude, we already prophesied fucking Drew Sample being, you know, enshrined into the all-ass team. I don't know, so, bro. We talked about Drew Sample sticking around until he's past 30, imagine. Oh, my. I want to imagine that. Let's go. I mean, <laughs> look, man. No one wants to give him credit. You, you, know, you know what, dude? It's funny. I was actually, uh, yesterday, I was going to make a funny tweet. And I told myself it wasn't. We're, We're only three years away. Drew Sample is 27. That's crazy. You got to tweet that, big. We're almost there. Like, we got to get to 30. <laughs> no, bro, be like, nobody is supporting this. Like, right. Go. And I'll be the lone, I'll be the lone, like, the lone comment, like, let's go. We're <laughs> like, the Bengals, the Bengals actually do it. Let's go. Oh my god, I would not be surprised. But yeah, bro, when he's enshrined into the you know hall of ass, he's gonna be like, shout out to Drake and Pete. Thanks for believing in me. Oh my god, in the coat, the the back of the coat, <laughs> just like an ass <laughs> or a pile of shit. <laughs> no, that'll be on the handkerchief. Oh yeah, on... no doubt. Oh my god, but yeah, bro, this this week one, like I said, it's. We're damn near two weeks exact away. It's insane. I mean, if you look at your schedule right now and you just, you know, generally look across. I mean, we are two weeks away. It's insane, bro. I'm hyped. I know you're 
We got one more preseason game, and then it's fucking demon mode time, bro. It's real shit. Like, that's crazy to think about. Like, we're about to be competing in two weeks, bro. Like, real-life competition. Not not some shit that doesn't matter. No, like, something that, that counts. And I think these first two games are going to be really big because – Bengals going to Cleveland or Bengals going to Cleveland and win, bro. I don't care what anyone says. That is a big deal. And then they they come back home, pretty much in Cleveland, not far. You come right back home, and get ready for Baltimore, bro. Mm-hmm. And, you, and, and and we talked about it, Marlon Humphrey. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not trying to laugh about Marlon Humphrey. I'm laughing about the Ravens cornerback depth because i was looking at uh <laughs> that that tweet and it just makes me die laughing i know i brought it up last week and it's like it's like you really think i'm gonna fucking pay 200 dollars to go see caillou blue <laughs> kelly <laughs> all these guys guard jamar chase t higgins and tyler boyd it's just caillou bro he looks so bad in that preseason game i'm like please start this guy ain't he ain't he a tiny ass dude or I, if I'm being honest, beat things. I don't even know. I just know he was probably on the Ravens all ass team. If I'm being completely honest, let's go, dude. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. And and here's the best part. All I'll say is this: I do not give a fuck who they have. Like they can literally have all DoorDashers out there again. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> they can complain back. Uh, we had fucking DoorDashers out there. Uh, I don't give a shit, dude. I'm going to route you up. I'm going to cut you up. I'm going to rip your fucking hearts out. And I'm going to put every single one of these players on your all-ass team. Fought, bro. And that, I, have we even seen that, bro? Uh, a 400-yard passing game out of Joey B for the first two weeks? I don't think we've ever seen that, bro. Nope. No. I mean, can you imagine, like, a Joey B goes just fucking absolutely bonkers week one? Like, I'm trying. I don't give a fuck. Let's see it, bro. But Fuck I, yeah, bro. We we need to push the run game. I'm ready to see Irv Smith, bro. Irv Smith about to cook. Oh, no I, doubt, that, man. That's another element to the – I know we're about to get off here. That's another element to the offense that I think just changes the dynamic of their offense. Like, they have a vers- versatile tight end that has some speed. Like, he can – he can he shows on the field. Like, if you compare 40 times, like, how you're talking about Taylor Mays, like – <laughs> when you compare <clears throat> like Hayden Hurst and, and Irv, they're pretty close, but it's like when you look at them on the field, like Irv Smith's speed pops. Like he's he's gonna be a, a difference maker to this offense, bro. And I'm I'm hyped. I mean if Tanner Hudson Tanner Hudson's got a chance. I mean, he's now I think I think I'm pretty sure he's clear from the concussion. Um Yeah, so, I think he is. So he should he should be good to go for week three. I mean he was bro he was cooking in that game. Yeah, I can't wait to watch him, dude. I mean he was cooking, bro. I think he had like four catches for like thirty yards or some shit. Like he was, bro. Cooking. Yeah, I'm I'm excited, dude. Well, I think someone someone compared it, and it was it was like I think a very smart comparison. Somebody compared it to Tyler Croft. I was like, that's a very hmm. very interesting comparison. Honestly, I like it. Yep, I like that a lot. Well, yeah, let's get off here. Let's get some sleep. Let's try to sleep away 17 days and get back at week one because we're gonna we're gonna uh, probably cover a live podcast. I think for uh, 
for the fans. I mean, we we're gonna get some amazing content out there in Cleveland, anyways. Oh but. yeah, yep. The strategy, you know, the strategizing is gonna be coming along soon for that, bro. Yeah, to all you guys, we definitely have some cool content in store. It's gonna be an event, um, an eventful event, an exciting one. Obviously, beyond the game, like me and Drake were just describing, the drive up the drive down, the whole shebang, the whole experience. Um, look, we got some cool things in store. You know, we're, we're trying to revolutionize, you know, our content, you know, uh, us two coming together. I'm sure you guys uh, enjoy it, hopefully, to a pretty good level, you know, each episode. And um, we're going to show a different side of that, you know, come time in the regular season. Yeah, bro, it's going to be it's going to be lit. And what, what better way? Then to start it off with a bang in Cleveland, bro. We got we got a big, play that demon. Yeah, we we got a big turnout coming, bro, in Cleveland. I'm telling you, I I really think oh, yeah. Cincinnati is going to show up in Cleveland, especially now that bro, we're in a we're we're like that team, you know, we're that team. So and remember, we're traveling the least amount of miles of any NFL team this year. No jet, mm. no jet lag. That's a Dude, that's nice. Like, that's a really nice fucking thing. It really is, though. Like, I know people look at it like, ah, like, whatever. But, like, it really is kind of, like, nice when you think about, like, getting back home. Yeah. Getting back to, like, therapy and, you know, getting your body right. Like, they don't have to really travel far. Like, they're not going to be playing West Coast shit. Exactly, bro. Like, um, yeah, we have – like, we have the Indy game. Well, we don't have to go to Indy. Indy has to come here, so I guess that's not really a great example. But, um, I mean, think about that. That's a fucking hour and a half away, bro. That ain't shit, like an hour and 15, for real. Right. Uh, and, um, I mean, obviously, Cleveland two times a year is a super easy one. Uh, what else do you have that's super close? Hmm, trying to think. I mean, Pittsburgh is relatively close on a plane, bro. Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh yeah, yeah. On a plane? No, you're absolutely right. Um. Yeah, dude. But I mean, we don't we don't even have to go through it because it's already it was already. Um, that was a Tennessee. unique fucking yeah. stat. Tennessee. Yeah, that stat was broken down. Oh yeah, Tennessee. Yeah, that's an easy one. Yeah, I mean it, it's gonna be lit though, bro. I know, I know. I got a feeling. I know we've talked about it. I'ma just, I'ma just go ahead and say it, cause I've been saying it. I'ma say it. I don't give a fuck. The Bengals are winning the Super Bowl this year. They're gonna claim that one seed. Uh, I see them going about fourteen and three, and starts in week one, bro. I, I think. I think this is the first year we get a bye too. So I, I, I don't care to be direct. That is my I'm gonna just get it out there. Just just so when we come back to the end of the season, people know what's up because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it anymore. This is the one time I'm saying it. We're winning oh, the yeah. Super and we're going fourteen and three, one seed. Hey, I got these same exact predictions. Maybe we have a bit of different ways to get there. But the end result is the same. Like I was saying earlier in the pod, for me personally, you guys can take whatever slogans you want. For me, I've really embodied the all-in season. But more relevant, take care of business season. Do I, your think, I, I, I think we're going to start out like 8-0, bro. Let's like, go. 
no cap. I don't know why. I just feel like we're going to start out hot. Like, you saw what we did at the end of the season last year. It may, like, like I've said before, maybe the Bengals are just that team, right? Where they just start out slow every year and they just get hot every year at the end because some teams start out hot and they just get cold at the end. So I, I think it's, it, and it, it's, it's a maturity thing too with age. You know, we have such a young team and that's, a, that's an amazing thing, amazing problem to have, right? A young group of guys maturing. I think that's a good problem to have and, watch it come into you know fruition this year you know hopefully we can be a four-quarter team you know I think that's been a thing over the last years we've always been amazing at second half adjustments yep. I want to see I want to see this offense play four quarters bro I want to see bro. complete football they have the they have the talent bro they need it Zach Taylor he needs to get that running game straight we got to be able to have a balanced offense. We can, we can, we can have four hundred passing yards, bro. But we gotta be able to run that rock. We can't abandon the run game early. And I mean, shit, you you get the run game going, that's gonna make your your defense life a whole lot easier because they're gonna be nice and and uh, energized, ready to go back out there because they're not gonna be, you know, going out there three and outs. And I'm not saying the Bengals go three and out, but got to get that run game going. I'm excited. I already think my prediction for week one, I think Joe Mixon is going to tear up the Browns. I do. I think it's one of those games where it's like a vintage Joe Mixon. And I think Mixon is going to come out. He's going to pop out 80 to 100 plus rushing yards week one. I think it's going to be a big game for Joe Mixon to redeem himself with the city of Cincinnati. I know a lot of people are talking shit this offseason. I'll be honest. I, I wasn't talking shit about Mixon. I actually wanted Mixon to be comboed with Jamal Williams. I thought that would have been so fire. Or Jameer Gibbs, either or. Those would have been just absolute heat one-two. But at the end of the day, Joe Mixon's going to go crazy this year. That's how I'm going to end it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, bro. Well, yep, y'all heard it. Appreciate y'all for listening to another episode of the All Things Bengals podcast. Peace out, bro. Peace, bro.